going to dance. We're going to dance. We're going to dance and have some fun. Dig. life has weird surprises for you that may feel personal but in the long run they probably don't fucking matter um so here we are in almost march 2023 technically it's february 28th but my mind is already in march because i'm at a an interesting place in my life and at that moment uh the person this interview was with randomly asked me to take it down now I give everyone the option to listen, review, edit, change their mind before I publish. So this is the last time I will ever do this. Just so you know. Uh, Not going to out anybody. But at any rate, I'm not taking down this episode or this space in my catalog of my podcast. And... I am not sharing a major part of my story, which I guess I now need to somehow relay without mentioning. But you know what? I mean, if that's the way it is, then I guess it really wasn't that important or that helpful or that impactful. It was just a momentary phase in my development, and I have far surpassed what that was all about. So I don't need to talk about it again. So here we are in 2023, and... We're sort of out of the panini. Um, life is pretty good. I am struggling just like everybody else is at the moment financially. Uh, my mother, unfortunately, has progressed suddenly in her dementia. So I'm going to need to step away from most of my business for the next month at least. Because she's going into a hopefully temporary respite stay at a locked memory unit. That is the most depressing sentence I think I've ever said out loud. To be clear, I am so grateful that this is available and that she's going to be getting the help she needs. But I also know that she may not come out. And that's sad. So... 
as much as I'm in gratitude because the hospital staff and the case manager and everybody helped me fight for her to not be released to go home alone because that's what the hospital administration would do and that's what the insurance company would do because she is medically fit to discharge that basically means if we ditch discharge this person she won't die immediately from any physical cause we're aware of but everyone is fully aware that if they just send her home to a regular apartment where I can't be 24 hours a day. She wouldn't even want me there 24 hours a day, uh, whether her memory's working or not. Um, we have a great relationship, but it's just, you know, nobody wants that much uh, intrusion into their space. Um, she could have set herself on fire, wandered out into traffic, just about anything, honestly, because uh, I just found out yesterday she bought a $5,000 bed two weeks ago that she didn't remember, which of course I didn't tell her and I was able to cancel. But anyway, you can see I have my hands full and I need to start managing her apartment. I have to apply for guardianship over her, which requires all of this information that I have to gather complete. I have to do a criminal background check, which I mean, don't get me wrong. Hmm. <laughs> glad they do all that because I know in the old days it was kind of like well and I mean people still slip through the cracks because they just move their parents in with them and then nobody really knows what's going on but at any rate I'm very grateful that the staff arranged this respite care so between the time you're listening to this and now I have learned a tremendous amount about space weather solar weather human residence, geological factors, and all of the ways that those affect us physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. So I put out a lot of updates on that information and teach people how to follow it, look it up themselves. I have a whole lot of tips about how to feel better and adapt to all of those changes. Then in the meantime, I spent a year uh, talking to a whole lot of men. There's an episode called The 500 Man Experiment. And the funny part was, is the minute I decided, yeah, I, I'm just done. I'm just going to, somebody shows up, that's great. If they don't, that's okay too. And I love myself and my life and my kids and my mom. And, uh, then just before I deleted the new eat app, uh, N U I T, I think it's actually pronounced newt. I'm not up on all of my Egyptian theology just at the moment. I'm lucky. I remember my name right now, but a very nice man who is obviously into astrology because he was on this astrology dating app, found me and he's really wonderful and in my life. And I'm glad for that. I started a Patreon since this episode came out, have a handful of very dedicated, loyal, wonderful people in that community who all do grid work for the earth. 
and I have my dog Sophie and my mom's little little goofy dog Bobo. The funny thing about Sophie, the blind Shih Tzu, is that um, my mom's dog is a Shih Tzu, a Chihuahua Shih Tzu. So he still has to get haircuts because he gets these long hairs that just keep growing <laughs> all over his body from the Shih Tzu DNA. And to be honest, it kind of looks like he has pubes all over, but he is a sweet dog. And my mom is very happy that he's being taken care of. And Sophie is happy to have dog company. And they're both having a great old time. My oldest graduated from high school and was in the conservation, went in the conservation corps since I recorded this episode originally. And then uh, now he's in Texas taking aviation maintenance, which I'm very excited for him about. He's doing well with that. It's made me heart happy that he wants to contact me, connect with me. Show me his grades, tell me what he's doing, tell me what's going on. Because you're never sure when they fly away from the nest <laughs> how much of a foundational relationship you have built. And then my youngest is also graduated from high school and now kind of figuring out what he wants to do with himself. I've managed to keep things going through a very, very difficult time. And now I'm keeping them going through another difficult time. Uh, my health continues to get stronger. I'm very grateful for that. And my menu of available services has grown tremendously. So that is what I'm going to focus on. I'm not going to focus on any of the potentially annoying aspects of needing to edit this two-year-old episode. At any rate, I need to let go of that part because I, I really don't want to say anything about it. Uh, so anyway, that is part of what's going on now. And there are two episodes I've done since this one where I did predictions with Karen Rontowski. Actually, three because she did a mid-year update last year. So if you listen to the most recent one, I'm on there. There's also an episode of Meow Podcast, which was started around the same time this episode was originally released. And we have lots of episodes up. And uh, there's a an expanded predictions episode. And being that we're almost in March, I think you might find it really interesting what Serafina and I had to say. That's my co-host, Serafina Blackman, because uh, a lot of stuff is already happening. Unfortunately, I just want to make that very clear. We had that horrible earthquake in Turkey and Syria, and there are things going on. The train derailments, chemical spills, you know, stuff is tough. Uh, balloon wars. So... We are never happy, not anybody who does predictions, no psychics, no readers, nobody is happy when things that are unpleasant come to fruition. 
None of us are ever happy about that. But maybe it'll kind of give you context for the year, context for the year ahead, and some things you can be doing that we suggested that will help you to be more prepared uh, for this year and some of the challenges that we're going to have. More in the outro segment. We'll be right back. Hey, Galactic Groovers, I'm going to attempt to succinctly tell you what I do and have this little spot on every episode so you can know what I'm all about. You can visit the square booking link on my Instagram page or my Facebook page at Grooming Goddess. You can email me at groominggoddess at gmail.com. And to book any readings with me, you can visit that square booking site. As I said, some of the services I offer are an animal communication for 3333, and that is a 30-minute session where we connect with your pets and um, see what maybe they are trying to tell you that you can't quite understand. Then I have a grief mediumship, another 30-minute reading, and that is for anyone experiencing recent grief and having trouble moving through that. My um, specialty seems to be in that area getting messages and contacting people's loved ones immediately after their passing. I have a mini reading special, which is four mini readings for 4444. I have a soul action plan reading, which is 5555, and that involves cards for your inner child, uh, earth self, ego self, your highest self, and your galactic team. And then lastly, I have Syncretic Oracle readings, which are 7777, as those cards are much more in-depth and pretty much cover every reading modality. And then lastly, if you would like to come on my podcast and get a reading live, I will read for you for free. You can book an interview at my Square booking site. If you would like to be on my podcast to discuss something groovy, You can also do that at the Square Booking site. And if you would like me to be on your podcast, you can do that at the Square Booking site. I look forward to hearing from you. I have a money-back guarantee for all my readings, and so far, nobody wants their money back. So I feel like I'm helping a lot of folks out there, and I would like to help you too. If you have any questions about any of these, give me a DM somewhere, anywhere, all the places. Much love to you all, and thank you for listening. Not sure where to go with this now. I think I'm going to tell you a pretty heartwarming story from the hospitalization experience with my mom. The first day or two, she didn't really have a whole lot of a grasp on what was going on, where she was. She knew who I was, but just still really in and out of uh, sentience. So by about the third day that she'd been at the hospital, her her blood work and all that was better, and so she was more clear. And one of the things that she told me was 
And this is right after she asked for them to give her her toys back because she wanted her piano because it cheers her up, which I'm pretty sure she was talking about the one she had when she was five because she hasn't had one since then. So I guess I need to get her a little laptop keyboard that she can play. Hopefully they'll let her have that. I don't see why they wouldn't. The unit. They might even have a piano there. But at any rate, uh, shortly after that, she said all kinds of sweet, wonderful things to me. And one of the things she said was that she misses hearing me sing. And she was so sweet about it. And it's one of those things that was always very difficult in our relationship. Because we're close in age, she had me very young. And so a lot of the dynamics became like a jealous sibling with regards to me versus a parental pride, enjoyment. Um, she, she still, you know, loved me and enjoyed that, but she couldn't come to performances. And it, it was always a crapshoot how there was going to be a reaction or not a reaction that was negative <laughs> to me doing something, which obviously I was hoping was going to be positive. So her saying that she missed hearing me sing was very heartwarming and heart-wrenching. And so I mustered up all of my ability not to cry. And um, I sang a couple songs for her. And she savored and enjoyed it so much. And right afterwards, she said, that made my heart happy. You make my heart happy. Which was... Uh, bittersweet of course but also gave me a lot of hope because as she proceeds through this experience of having dementia um, that's something I'll always be able to do for her is go and sing to her and somewhere in there it will make her heart happy <clears throat> uh so then I go to the hospital the next day to go visit and I walk in the lobby and I hear a grand piano and I'm thinking, am I, am I losing it? Am I so tired that I'm, I'm starting to have difficulty because why would that be happening? But sure enough, there was a grand piano and there was a man, a volunteer, you know, one of the senior volunteers that works at the hospital. He was there playing it and playing beautifully. Um, he obviously must have done this a lot throughout his life because just beautiful. And so <clears throat> even though we're not really allowed, sorry about my froggy throat, it's all the hospitaling and such. Um, even though you're not really supposed to like videotape or anything at the hospital for HIPAA reasons. I was in the lobby and it was the pianist. So I took a short video and then he paused playing for a minute. And so I went over to thank him and told him why I was so happy to have a little recording to go show my mom. And he told me a story about how he had had a very severe stroke at one point in his life. And when he, you know, and he had to go to a rehab facility and everything. 
um, and, you know, couldn't, couldn't walk, talk, feed himself, like everything was gone. Um, and as things slowly started to come back, as soon as he was able to sit at a piano and play something, it was like it, it strung together all the significant moments in his life and the joy that he'd had throughout his life playing this piano. Uh, and you know, this, he's like back to a hundred percent. There's probably things you can't see that are invisible that he still deals with. But I mean, overall, he has a beautiful quality of life and is able to enjoy himself. And, um, so he told me he was the one, I mean, I would have done it anyway, but he, he said, definitely get her a little keyboard because even if all she's playing is Mary had a little lamb because she was so young when she had that piano, it's going to help connect things. Um, so I get to use music to try to give my mom the best quality of life she can continue to have. And I haven't given up on her coming home. Uh, it's quite possible that she gets enough physical stamina going that it allows her to have a little more cognitive function so that she could be safe with a little bit of extra stuff in place in her own apartment because I, I know it's been like, it's been almost three years since I first figured out something was wrong and it seems like, like she was doing really great for a long time and was, um, taking care of a lot of things on her own. And, um, then just wham. And I, I didn't, I mean, you can't have expectations with any of this because there's no way to know, no way to tell. Uh, but she, I just, I thought we'd have more time. I thought she would have more time being independent. And, you know, the neurologist had even said that there was a chance that this might be her baseline indefinitely. And she just needs a little bit of assistance and she can stay in living independently. Uh, cause she's young, you know, <clears throat> and, um, so I wasn't prepared for this to come on and happen so suddenly. And my mom is such a fighter and has been through so many other things in her life. If anybody could come back from this and be able to come home in a month, well rested and fed and nourished and stronger, it would be my mom. So thank you for coming to my TED talk. <laughs> But I just, you know, we have these expectations of how we're going to get things right. And all I wanted my whole life was just for my mommy to listen to me sing and have that make her happy. But it wasn't a happy thing for her always. And it was always a little bit, uh, I didn't know what I was going to get in a response or if she was going to show up, um, to anything, which often more times than not. She didn't come when I was a kid, when I was an adult. Uh, 
and and you know this isn't a resentment it's just i'm saying there's there's these things that you wish for the child part of you wishes for from your parent and you may not always like how it shows up but now she wants to hear me sing and she's going to want to hear me sing most likely all the way through so at this point my hope is for her to get to be independent and if not independent my hope is that she remembers us as long as possible and that she doesn't have to spend a lot of time in that limbo place but it's such an exercise and a lesson in letting go of attachment to outcomes and just going with the flow of things and allowing for healing of hurts in times when you thought they never would and in ways you never could have imagined. So I love you all. After the song, there's a couple trailers for Meow Podcast and another podcast I started since this episode went up with Serafina Blackman and Sarah Fournay of Supernatural Sarah. And we have a podcast called Conscious Cronies where we talk about ableism, especially in metaphysical spiritual spaces enjoy that and thank you for being a listener and thank you for listening to this if you found it again back in the catalog and i love you all fly me to the moon let me play among the stars let me see what spring is like on a jupiter and
cats and kittens let me tell you about meow podcast on youtube this is our collaboration between myself andrea land grieving goddess and seraphina of fraggle ing with seraphina it's hard to believe that we have been doing meow podcast m-e-o-w-w on youtube for almost a year now watch for a lot of exciting upcoming events this year we host a global panel discussion and healing conversations about topics including metaphysical socio-political health really all about aspects of human and non-human life so come join us on meow podcast please like subscribe hit that alarm button so that you get notifications of our episodes when they drop we have many guests from grooving goddess and also from fraggling with seraphina as well as entirely different guests that you're not going to get on other podcasts so come listen watch and enjoy meow podcast today you can also find and follow our page on instagram meow podcast and send us a dm if you would like to be on the show or you have any questions or comments or just want to say howdy so come on down and start your stuff with us cats and kittens in these healing conversations meow podcast it's not a vibe it's a frequency I'm Sarah. I'm Serafina. And I'm Andrea. Welcome Welcome to to Conscious Conscious Cronies Podcast. We are creating a safe space for other conscious cronies where we'll share wellness tips that actually work. With our combined experience of health challenges, we will shine a light on ableism and discrimination. And we'll share our spiritual journeys as health-challenged mystics. It's hard enough to manage disabilities without having a layer of disapproval and isolation on top of it. Even spiritual communities have ingrained ableism and shame those with disabilities through toxic positivity. Our experience is discounted along with our knowledge. But we want to change all of that by sharing our hearts, laughter, and occasional tears with all of you. Join Join us in in changing changing the the world. world. Every day ain't no miracle growing on people just roll that way so it goes like it goes like the river flows and time it falls right on and maybe gets a little bit better and maybe what's bad gets gone Bless the child of the working man 
she knows too still who she is And bless the hands of a working man He knows his soul is his So it goes like it goes Like a river flows And time it pulls right on And maybe what's good gets a little bit better And maybe what's bad gets gone Ooh, yeah, it goes like it goes like the river flows And time it rolls right on And maybe what's good gets a little bit better Yeah.